The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, this is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Good morning, Las Vegas. Happy Saturday. Oh, before Christmas. It's the Saturday before Christmas. It is the Saturday before Christmas. Oh my God, Christmas is next week. It's next week. All right. Okay. So you want to know what I'm, you, I'm, I'm going to come out of my bubble. Because Christmas is next week. Okay. All right. So what does that mean? That means if you have not gotten all your gifts for all your loved ones, you better get online quickly. Do they still have stuff? They still have stuff. Some stuff? Some stuff. Some stuff. Yeah. So it just can't be extravagant. So everybody might get coloring books? Pretty much. And crayons? Pretty much. Okay. But Barnes & Noble is open. Now, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) the stores are open. And they're open to 10 and 11 o'clock at night. So if you still need to pick up a couple of things... Target, Macy's, Michael's, Dillard's, they're all there waiting for you. Walmart. Walmart. Everybody's waiting. Okay, so next week is Christmas. Oh my God, 2021 is over. It is just about over. Over. Wow. And also what's over? Idol. Idol's going to be over also. If you have not put in your application for Idol, please do. It will be over on December 31st. If you have a reconsideration, you want to work with SBA, put in your reconsideration and they will work with you because they really want small businesses to be able to thrive. Now, some businesses are doing well during this holiday season and some businesses are not back up and running properly. So they have the money for you and they've extended the payback time to two years. So you have some additional time to pay back your 3.5 interest rate loan. I thought it was 30 years to pay that loan back. No, no, no. To start paying your to first start payment. Paying the pay- right. Okay, so... Full disclosure, I did some applications this week, mm-hmm. and on the applications, it's putting um, a 2022 date, 2023 date for you to finish it. Mm-hmm. So you have to get the application in. Correct. So you have to start the process before December. I want to be clear, you got to start the process before December 31st. That's correct. Do not self-deny. You're right. Do not self-deny. You think you might not have a credit score. You think you might not have all these things. Do the application. The application is simple. They're looking for, you. I know, your 2019 tax return. Mm-hmm. That's the first piece of document that, that they want. On your 2019 tax return, where I see people having the most problems is the NI, the NAICS code. Mm. That's the um, North, North America Industry Codification System Code or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in the NAICS code is on your tax return. Pull up your 2019 tax return. Make sure the code matches. Be as honest about the information as possible. They will tell you how much you pre-qualified for. They sure will. And they've changed things because prior to, if you were an employer and you had uh, 1099 workers, uh, they didn't consider those workers, but now they've changed. So your 1099 workers are considered workers along with your W-2. So I would say do not start the process. Start the process. Start the process. If you haven't started it, because I know a lot of people during, didn't do it. A lot, some people did. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't. And real funny, what I am noticing also is, because um, we're seeing the headlines too about the people going to jail behind these monies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the people that I know that were entrepreneurs and were really, really working um, during this time, they didn't think they qualified for it because their businesses necessarily didn't hurt during COVID. Mm-hmm. So they didn't they didn't apply for it. Mm-hmm. And my suggestion again to them is apply anyway, right. because we don't know what is going to happen because the reality of it is. This is not over yet. It is not over, my friends. It is not over. It might feel like we're getting back to some sense of normalcy, but it's not. It's a new normal. It really is. Because I remember on the PPP application, they asked you, when do you think you'll be back to work? And I wrote down January of 2023. And I know anybody reading that application probably started laughing. And I, but it's really true. Um, I want I want to be back to work. You know, I am back to work, but I'm not at my 100 percent work and I won't be. I mean, uh, CES is coming the first week in January and my clients are not coming back. So my CES sets off my first quarter for my business and it's not happening. It's not happening. That variant, once they heard about that, they were considering coming and we were in talks earlier, you know, in October, November, we were in talks of them coming and us doing events. But when they heard about that variant, and these countries start closing the doors to people traveling. They were like, nope, we're not coming. We'll see you in, in 2024. In 2024, wow. Or 2023. They was like, we'll check back with you in 2023, but we probably won't see you to 2024. Wow. That hurts my business a great deal. When you're in the events business and you're doing conventions, it's, it's not cute. Okay, but I do see a lot more people here, though. So, yes, they are. So traffic is here. It seems as though, I know I went to a few conventions and they seem, I mean, a lot of people. And we're taking precautions. You have to wear your mask inside the mm-hmm. venues. Um, people are seem to be washing their hands. Yeah. Um, but still, best still be safe you while be you're safe. out there. Still be safe. There was a real estate convention here a couple of weeks ago, and they typically get about 80,000 people to come to town. This year, they got 10,000 people. So they went ahead and did the convention. And that was cool. And they were over in the new uh, West Wing of the Las Vegas Convention Center, which is really gorgeous. If you haven't had a chance to go over there, they really did a good job. But yeah, so so conventions and things are coming back slowly but surely, but not at the numbers. You know, the large numbers are not quite back just yet. Well, you can't tell by the airport. <laughs> no, honestly, you can't tell by the airport because I've been through the airport a whole lot in the past month. Mm-hmm. And... Every time I go to the airport, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. It just, it just, okay, got it. And I know our airport is probably one of the most efficient airports mm-hmm. in the nation. One of the most efficient airports. And it was a long line at McCarran. So I was just dropped. I was like, I can only imagine what the lines are like around the country. If oh, yeah. the lines are long here. Mm-hmm. And, but in traveling, it's not, it's still the same, you know, wearing your mask. Um, you have to wear your mask. You don't have the, um, I know going out of the country is the COVID test. You have to have the COVID test. Mm-hmm. But um, domestically, you don't have to have the COVID test. But they do ask you to be safe. Wear your mask the whole time you're on a plane. They do, you know, have you coughing, any any, any symptoms. And be safe wherever you go. Because mm-hmm. different areas of the country are doing different things. They are. I know I was on the East Coast. They were very, very conservative. So everyone was still, you know, wearing their mask. Um, the few trips to California it was touch and go well sometimes where you were and were not wearing your mask so different places in the country in Texas um, it was optional if you were vaccinated if you could or could not wear your mask but I always had my you know just my mask on and wash, and then wash your hands yeah my friends from New York who were here a couple of weeks ago they were they couldn't believe that they did not have to show their vaccination card every time they went to a restaurant or bar because in New York you have to show your vaccination card before they will let you in to the restaurant or bar so they came here and was like oh wow you guys don't have to do that yeah I was like no we don't but we do have to have a reservation when you're going to a restaurant right uh, I went to Ruth Chris the other night and um, I thought I had been there in the last year but maybe I didn't maybe I did but when I arrived uh, they were like we can't seat you until your whole party is here 
Um, Because they weren't, they don't have people just kind of hanging out anymore like you used to. You could go upstairs to the bar and have a drink and wait on your friends. Well, they're not doing that anymore. You have to have a reservation. Your whole party has to be there before they let you go up on the elevators to the restaurant to enjoy dinner. Wow. And I guess that's controlling the crowd. That's controlling the crowd. That's controlling the crowd. Controlling the number of patrons that are in there because if there are some um, just, and actually it's a good thing. Um, but like I said, different areas of the country are requiring different things and you need to know where you're going because I would hate for you to go to New York and you need your vaccination card and you don't have it. That's correct. And you don't have it. You need to ask the questions. I know I put mine on a um, on an app. Mm-hmm. So it's all I just need to open up the app and show you that it's there because I think we went to another event where you had to show your vaccination card. It was in California. Yes. And it was but I, and it, it's up to the person. Um, it's not the venue, it's the person that's having the event at the venue that determines what the requirements are for that venue. That's true. So Clear, the same app that you use to get through the airport right. quickly, also has a health app where you you upload your vaccination, they check everything out to make sure it's real, and then they give you the thumbs up. And I know for that real estate convention, you had to show your vaccination card and Clear was on spot. And you had to, and it had to be clear, and they were on the scene to make sure. And clear verifies. It's clear verifies. Clear verifies you. Clear exactly. verifies. When I first went put mine in, I couldn't. Um, it took them two weeks to verify it. Exactly. And once exactly. they verified it, it was it was okay. So if you have your clear app and you use it to go to Allegiant Stadium, you should also have it to use it to go anywhere else because they have a the Allegiant Stadium has one you have to uh, sign up for if you're coming to the game, but then Clear has another one you can sign up for that's just there for any event. Okay, so you know I'm a Clear fan anyway, and I've been a yeah. Clear fan for years <laughs> because Clear. Helped me get through BWI because if it wasn't for clear I would have missed the many a flight leaving Baltimore listen small business owners if you have to travel a lot for business and go see people and do presentations you need to have clear and pre-TSA I swear it will save you it saves you it saves you two hours it will save you it saves you because I know I remember and this is this is years ago leaving Baltimore and the woman said well we got this way you can get to the front of the line I said how and then she showed me and she's like, this, this amount, I didn't even know how much it was a year. And I'm like, I will take it because <laughs> anybody that has traveled to the D.C. area mm-hmm. and has gone through those airports, mm-hmm. um, D.C.A. is not as bad. B.W.I. is always packed. Oh, no. D.C.A. can be bad. D.C.A. can be. Well, see, I don't do D.C.A. as I much. I do D.C.A. all the time. Okay. And it can be very bad, especially early morning flights. Right. Ooh-wee. Well, B.W.I. don't matter what time you leave. It's like the line <laughs> is around the corner. Like everybody from everybody. Do y'all everybody just want to come here right now? Um, didn't do Dallas as much, but Clear just helped me get through. And then having TSA pre-check, I'm, I'm at the front of the line. I don't have to take off my shoes, and I'm, 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 I'm right. through it. No shoes, take off. Leave your computers and everything in your bag. You don't have to open it up. It's a. I love it. I've been doing it now every for air- the last several years. Yeah, every airport should have. I know Philadelphia doesn't have it. Right. Every airport doesn't have it. Every now. airport doesn't yeah, have every it. Every airport doesn't have it. Every airport so, doesn't have again, it. Again, you have to be mindful where you're traveling where you're to tra- mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that if that airport does not have clear or pre TSA, you must be there. No, two every hours airport in has TSA pre check though. Almost. Yeah. Or if you have. Oh, you found one that didn't have it? I, I, I flew into a smaller airport that did not have it. Ooh. Yeah, mm. and I had to wait in line mm. for some time. That was humbling. Yeah, it was very humbling because, you know, I'm used to just whipping to the front of the line. And, right, that's and, why you and get and it. going through security and getting uh-huh. on down the hall to get me a Starbucks when, right. before I get on the plane. Before you get on the plane because you know you got time because <laughs> you got know TSA pre-check. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Hmm. But that's not true at all airports, so you have to be Smaller mindful. airports. Smaller airports do not have it. Mm-mm. Every airport doesn't Note to it. self. Yep, notes. Note to self. <laughs> note to self about small airports. Got it, got it. But anything, small business owners out there, idle, please do the app. Do not self-deny. 
Do your reconsideration. Try again if you got denied in the past. If you haven't applied, go ahead and apply. You don't have to accept the money, but be in the queue. We do not know what is going to happen with this variant. That's right. And we keep on getting more variants. I'm sure this variant is going to get together with somebody else and it's going to be another variant. And this thing is going to go on for a minute until we get to really understand what it is. So just be, I'd rather be prepared than to sit there and be anxious because the biggest thing is, it's very, um, it's moving when you think, when you know, when you think your business is going to close. I don't know. It, it creates some type of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to call it depression, but anxiety, anxious feelings because you get into survival mode. And in order, when you have money sitting in the bank, you think differently. You're more relaxed. More relaxed. And you got some time to pay it back, some time to figure it out. Because for most entrepreneurs, the comeback is not in two months. It's not in three months. It's a six-month comeback. It's a six-month comeback because you got to build it up, start doing the things that that you did in the past, you know. And I know for some people, think about getting a job. And listen, if you had to close your business because of numerous of different reasons, it might not have been in a great area, people are not supporting you, you may have had to close your business, but don't give up. Don't give up. Failure is the um, failure is the road to success. Absolutely. I know I had four businesses before mine worked. Absolutely. And sometimes, mm-hmm. depending upon why you closed your business or you had to close that location, you might be able to tweak it and move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But you can also think about what else would I like to do and what training do I need to make it happen? Take the time now to get the training you need to do whatever it is you want well, to I'm do. Well, I'm going to tell you what some man told me. He was like, people that make thousands lost hundreds. People that make millions lost thousands. People that make billions lost millions. Yeah. So losing is part of the process. It's part of the process. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of, do you have a fortitude to give up? Did you learn something in this loss? Right. Did you learn something while you were going through this small business? Like, for me, when you have a small business, do you have the proper licensing? Is your foundation there? Because we saw that last year. Mm -hmm. A lot of people didn't have a foundation when it came time to do the Pets Grant. Right. The state gave everybody $10,000 if you had a state business license. Right. And, well, I don't have my business license. Well, how are you doing business in the state if you don't have a proper business licensing? Right. Huh. You know, how you how you, how you open? How you operate? Right. So just going through just the process of understanding what it means to be an entrepreneur. Um, and it's not, like I say, it's baptism by fire. Mm-hmm. Baptism by fire and personal development. It's the holiday season. As entrepreneurs, some of us get to take off. Some of us can't because we have to work through the holidays. Right. And it's okay, but... Be strategic in how you work. And the good thing, I, what I love about being an entrepreneur is that you manage your time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you, COVID has taught us to become creative mm-hmm. and, but with your time. So how can you, you know, how do you create your best life? Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur. And it's actually a beautiful process. It is. It's a beautiful process when you really get into it. But idle loan, apply. Yep. P- apply. Um, PPP forgiveness, if you haven't done it, apply. Just apply. <laughs> Just apply. Because if you don't apply, you're not going to get it. Well, if you don't apply, they're going to send you a bill. They're going to send you a bill. percent interest. They want their money back. They're going to send you a bill. And I think that, that had to be paid back real fast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so apply. So either way, you, uh, take some action. Apply. You know, you can't find. I know someone called me. Well, I can't find my loan number. Call them. Right. Look it up. It's in your email. They, you do have it. Trust you, me. It's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Got it somewhere. Got it somewhere. So look it up. But don't. Self-deny, just go through the process. Right. Don't go. Don't self-deny, just go through the process because the worst thing that can happen is that they don't approve you. Right. But they but they probably will. They probably will. <laughs> they probably will. They probably will. But if will. you don't do it, they definitely won't. Yeah, that's true. I have a lot of friends. I help them with theirs and 
in about three weeks, their bank was paid the money back. You know, they were approved. SBA gave the bank the money. You're all good. They're moving forward. So. Real simple. Yeah, it was really, really simple. You know? So what would you think would be best practices? I'm an entrepreneur in the holidays. I'm in Vegas. My family is, I'm going to use my favorite place, D.C. Mm-hmm. Not going home for the holidays. What would I do? Well, what should I do? I would call you, Lee, and say, hey, what you doing for the holidays? Are you cooking? Great. I'll be over. So for all, for all you folks who decided not to travel to visit family that are out of the country or out of, this, out of town, please don't sit at home by yourself during the holiday season. Find a friend and go visit them. Their family will be happy to see you. Happy to see you. And I know a lot of, I mean, well, in the D.C., well, being in an area, a transient area like D.C., a lot of times you did that. Yeah. Friends got together for holidays because everybody couldn't. Well, we were in college and everybody couldn't afford to go home. Right. They couldn't drive home, couldn't fly home. So we strategically, we just go to somebody's house and none of us could cook for real. So, <laughs> so we put together some stuff and we had a, it was a good way to get to know some people. That's true. That's it was true. a good way to get to know some people in, in a different environment. Mm-hmm. So I know, I, I know some people here that do cook and invite people over that don't have families. Mm-hmm. Just so you can have just someone around to have conversation with, talk to. Because my favorite is listening to holiday music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love holiday music. I start, pay, I start playing it. I, well, I like to play it all year long, but I really start playing it after Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, Everything. I started. I started playing the day I put my Christmas tree up. I had my holiday music on because I wanted to get in the spirit, and so uh, I like to listen to it on the weekends, sometimes during the weekdays. But yeah, get out there and go to your friends' homes, you know, for for Christmas and and New Year's Eve, you know, and and, and enjoy yourself, have a good time. Because I tell you, I went to my friend's house. I stayed here for Thanksgiving. And I went to their house for Thanksgiving, and they cooked up a scrumptious meal. And guess what? They don't like leftovers. So they had. They know I like leftovers. They had my, my special containers when it was time to clean up and put everything away I said oh Rhonda here we have special containers for you here take all of this (laughs) so I had oh my god they had fried turkey they had tom turkey they had everybody but I wrapped up all that great food and took it home and I've been eating on it little by little since then and it tastes even better because you know those seasonings set in well you want to know what the thing (laughs) this is the first time because this is the first Thanksgiving I've actually went home in years Mm -hmm. and it was it was it felt so good to sit around and watch my family interact I mean because you know well, you're used to it because you, you know you've been it but you've been away from it for years and how things have changed but how things still stay the same and my sister added a dog into the equation and that was the most comical watching the dog for, on his first Thanksgiving and I'm like I, yeah okay Got it, got it. But the food was what it's, the food was as good as I remember, mm-hmm. and we just had we just had a good time. And this time, like I realized that I missed the holidays with the putting up the tree, putting up the decorations because you're cleaning the house first, playing the music. Everything is airy. You got the different scents, the different smells, the food cooking, and it makes a house a home. Mm-hmm. It makes a house a home. Um, and being an entrepreneur, sometimes you need that. Yeah, you do. You need that. You need to come home to a peaceful space that you can just relax, release. I know we haven't brought him on here, Jesse. No, we um, haven't, but we will bring we him. Need, we need to bring him on here. And let's mm-hmm. talk about the personal development and being an entrepreneur. Yes. And some systems, tools, and processes that you can use to help you. Because if your business did not make it through this... Maybe there's some things you need to work on personally right? so that the business can succeed because, you know, it's a it's a mind game. It is. It's a mind game. It is. And, and we you have to. And we in. all need personal development 
and we all need mentors. If Listen, if you do not have a mentor that's helping you, please find one. That should be your New Year's resolution. If you're a small business owner, if you do not have a mentor in your business that you can talk to and run things by, you should get one. Oh, my God. I have more than one and because uh, I have more than one business. So I have more than one mentor that I can call if I have any questions or problems. But everyone needs someone to talk to because running a small business is not easy. And it's not for the faint of heart. We are special people who run small businesses and we always need someone to talk to. What do you think about that, Leah? I think that's amazing because and and just having um, just having someone that understands what you're going through. Right. Right. So as a small business owner, I have small businessmen. I, when I didn't have small business mentors, I watched how I struggled. Now with the small business mentors. It's totally different because when I'm going through something, I can't run it by them and I don't have to get them the whole background because they understand. They, it's like they intrinsically understand what you're going through um, and they can tell you, well, nope, I wouldn't worry about that. I would do this. And just their advice. And it comes from it doesn't come from a place of competition. It comes from a place of love. Like these are the things that 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 you should do. But I am Leah Crawford. I am Rhonda Nolan. And we are Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. I mean, guys, I can. And it's never too late to become an entrepreneur. Never too late. Never too late. Like I know some people that have retired and they got their retirement check. So now money is not the issue and they can venture into what they love. Actually, they do extremely well. Because now they're doing what they love and they're making money from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and it's a good thing. And if you are a Native American entrepreneur, the SBA has $1.1 million in awards to support your business. So if you need a little money and you are a Native American, please visit www.sba.gov to find out more information about the $1.1 million in awards to help keep your business going. So there's money out there there's money out there there's money out there and I know different entrepreneur mentoring groups are helpful because you get to hear different ideas from different entrepreneurs um having that mentor is also important and then you know you don't just jump into having a mentor meet some people right. talk to some people mm-hmm. and you know just go out to different you know just just in your daily activities I know what I did I meditated on it and the entrepreneur came mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean the the mentor came mm-hmm. you know along with you have you you know you mm-hmm. and I think that's why Jesse would be good to bring on because he can talk about just how do you do a self check a mental emotional self check because emotional intelligence is also real important when mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur that's right because you have to see through it you got to know what's a good project to work on and what's not a good project to work on which clients are going to pay you which clients are not going to pay you how do you set your standards what do you know is a good how do you know what is a good price to charge for your product mm-hmm. how do you know and it's a lot of things you can do because I mean I had a girlfriend tell me yesterday she was like you know entrepreneurs y'all operate your businesses differently from corporate America we're so structured and we're so you know you touch this button and this happens you do this and that happens I was like no entrepreneurs we got to go how it flow and a lot of times it's how it flow we might have some 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 processes in place but for the most part it's it's a grind every day you got to hope people come in the door people want to support you people want to do the things that you know, people want to support your idea in your business. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it's huge, and it's a whole lot of marketing. You know, do, do you what's the right marketing plan? I had a girlfriend just said yesterday she spent X amount of dollars on a marketing campaign. Real estate agent in a neighborhood didn't get any hits, and I was like, well, are people really buying or selling in that neighborhood? I mean, what's going on? And who are you? They mm-hmm. don't know you. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And it's consistency. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to networking. Hey. So if you're a small business, you really need to join your chamber of commerce. And here in Las Vegas, we have about eight different chamber of commerce, but you should pick a couple of them That's and join it. them. We, we got and more now. Maybe so. But you should pick a chamber of commerce you should join, and then you should venture out to meet other business owners. Because for me, I get a lot of my business through word of mouth. I got most of my businesses for the first 11 years through word of mouth. Yeah, but every business, no advertising. Is, every business is different now. Don't get me wrong. Every business is different. But for, for what I do, for a couple of my businesses, I really just get referrals. I don't advertise at all. I haven't. I mean, well, outside of us doing these radio shows, I haven't really advertised. Yeah. And it was it was word of mouth. Somebody got a good service and told somebody else and right. told somebody else and just showing up. Right. That's so important for us small business owners is to do a great job and to have a great team that can give our customers a great job. And answer the phone. Every time. Oh, yeah. And answering the phone. That's half half the battle. Follow up. (laughs) The fortune is in the the follow up. Yeah. And do you have a a mean? I mean, do you have a follow up? And when trust me, when people are happy with your service, they talking about it a little bit. But when they are unhappy with your services, they talk about everybody knows. And. And what I because of because my business is one of those that's seasonal and it's um, interesting because there's a lot of competition. There's a whole lot of tax preparers out there, mm-hmm. a whole lot of tax preparers. And at first, when I started it, I'm like, I'm writing down Eastern. I'm like, every other office is a tax prep office. How am I going to do this? And at the time I had a, um, I was new here in Vegas and I had um, a mentor slash friend that was closed was about to close his bookkeeping tax business down and he got a client urban chamber came to him because they wanted him to help him with the cleanup and i had worked with him for two years and he was like i'm gonna give you a gift i'm gonna give you the urban chamber of commerce i was like the who what (laughs) (laughs) and he's like leah you can do the work because you understand nonprofit accounting so Mm -hmm. you can do the work and i did and it was it was just you know real simple. I had no idea who the, who these people are. I had no idea who a Hannah Brown was, mm-hmm. who a Jerry Merritt was. I had no idea of of who, what what I was walking into the history. I had no idea about the West Side of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. right? And I meet with Jerry Merritt, and I I'm like, all I know to be is me. Mm-hmm. That's all I know to be is me. Mm-hmm. And I went, I showed up, and from there it was. I had to get a little office and I was scared to death to open up my first office. And it was a little teeny office and I was sitting there. I was like, okay, so I, I can I can do this out the house. I don't need to go nowhere. I, you know, just scared. And stayed in that little, I mean, for the first two months, I didn't go into the office and pay for it. <laughs> had the telephone line set up and everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I I, I'm not ready yet. And when I started to embrace it and started to go in then I got into my office now mm-hmm. and when I got into my office it was just it's always been just me maybe one or two people and we've grown into it and we've been down there now for wow Anaz is 11 years old for 11 years oh wow okay been down there for 11 years and watch the consistency mm-hmm. we return phone calls mm-hmm. return phone calls we follow up and I took the slow boat I'm not do, you know just the slow boat we are more than 
just tax preparers. I'm not a bookkeeper. I'm an accountant. Mm-hmm. You know, and we take it a little bit further because we want our clients. We, we don't do one night stands. We do long term relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, but we'll talk next month about getting prepared for tax season and things you need to have in place. Yep, it's mm-hmm. almost that time. <sighs> one more time again. One more again. <laughs> one more again. One more again. Merry Christmas. Well, happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, it's another holiday. What's the other holiday? Rosh Hashanah? Is that? No, well, that, that's not it. What's the other one? Well, whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. We hope you have a happy one. You've been listening to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. I'm Rhonda Nolan. I am Leah Crawford. And we are ready for the holidays. Happy holidays to you. So we hope everyone has a fantastic holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. And we look forward to seeing you January of 2022. Hey, two, two, two. Mm. All right. I like it. Las Vegas, it's been real. We'll talk to you next year. Next year. Bye. You have been listening to a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you heard do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.